edition of Raw Mind Sports. I'm your host, Ryan Jones. This is Coach Jay. But before we start, Week 10, NFL, here we go. Three games we want to discuss. That's going to be really good. But with that being said, as I always say on Raw Mind Sports, hit my music. You're on time to talk sports with Raw Mind. Game day, who plays with updates of all kinds. From fresh spots to sideline. Who got cut, who got signed. Who's clutch when it's crunch time. The starting lineup for the pine. These athletes compete, some without even trying. You want a championship, you gotta grind. When them bright lights shine, and this game go nine. They gon' cover the story, not quite like Ryan. Exclusive interviews, dudes plug like Mike Line. He's got the inside scoop of why, who got fine. Prime. Time. Got the game statistics. I could say if you wasn't at the game, you missed it. But now raw mind sports covers the distance. Front row, that's close, like a coach's assistant. You wanna be in the know? Eyes open and listen. This is raw mind sports, another edition. Welcome to another episode of Raw Mind Sports. I'm your host Ryan Jones, and before we get started today, this show is sponsored by, marketed by Freedom and Faith Agency. Call Call Linwood. At 919-817-7018, Freedom and Faith Agency, call Linwood at 919-817-7018. You know, what decisions today can protect your family for a lifetime? Contact him to discuss. Use the promo code RAWMIND. Use the promo code RAWMIND. You get a 15% discount. We all need life insurance. We all need to figure out what we're going to do after this world. Raw thoughts, the GoFundMe stuff should be done with and over with. We need to do something realistically that's going to help our families through that very distraughtful time. So let me say, Coach Jay, how you doing today on Raw Mind hey. Sport? <laughs> Hey, man. Great, man. Blessed to be here, man. Glad to have you up here, man. I always love that intro, man. That thing is hot. <laughs> <laughs> man, it's good to have you, man. So as we're here today, um, we're going to talk about three games we thought about in the NFL that are going to be really good. You know, it's a lot of bye weeks here and there with the NFL. Sometimes you're going to have games that are flex. But three games stuck out to us this week that we want to discuss. And I'm going to let Coach Jay get into his raw thoughts or break down his statistical stats for me it's raw thoughts but jay you know he may hit you with some raw thoughts he may hit you with the stats so the first game we're going to talk about today is the ravens versus the browns reason why i want to talk about the ravens versus the browns is because the ravens probably playing like the best football team in the nfl at the very moment and the browns they may don't have what they have going together on offense here and there but we know that defense can get it done and it gets stouts and it keeps the Browns in football games where people are probably not talking about because this defense is giving these guys opportunities even if the offense go down the field 30 40 times and mess up but that defense gives them a chance to get the 41st time correct so with that being said um Jay um we're gonna put up some stats real quick man take some down and we're gonna start here with the uh let me see with the slides here I'm gonna go back so here we go. We're going to add this right now. Ravens versus Browns. We have the Ravens 7-2. and two. As you can see, I'll let you go ahead and start chiming in on the stats real quick. And yes. also credited by Fox Sports. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. All these uh, you know, presented by Fox Sports. Now, I, I do want to say this, okay, before we start here, um, for all our betting guys out there, Baltimore is 6-3 and three this season um, against the spread, all right? So that's, that's, that's good right there for them right now, okay? Um, and you, you think about um, this year, you know, they've hit, um, you know, uh, over, you know, over on three out of nine times, 33%. Okay. 
Now, as we break down the statistics, as as Prime was saying, um, their defense is elite. I mean, when you you think about Baltimore Ravens, they're number one in points allowed. When you're a team and you can lean on defense like that, and you've got the way that uh, the maturation of Lamar Jackson, he's becoming a better pocket passer. Um, he's no longer a, just a run first threat type of guy. Um, and I, I love that type of that that style of offense that they're they're showing this year. Okay, and you can see it in their passing yards. They're 208 passing yards, not a not an elite level, but those rushing yards, 160 yards per game. Um, that's ranked first. I mean, when you can run the ball and you can your defense can hold teams. This is defensive playoff caliber football. You can rush. To, you can rush. You can uh, you score well. Um, and then also you break down their rushing, uh, their defense against, uh, their stacking against the pass. I mean, when you can play, uh, and there's a lot of teams out there. Like, you know, you got the ball, you got the uh, 49ers, you've got the Bengals that are high power offensive teams. And if you can match up against those teams like that in the playoffs, I mean, they're, I mean, they're gonna, they, they're showing true uh, promise this year. Um, and you know, a point scored, I mean, 26.6. I mean, that's amazing when you think about the NFL, all these elite offenses. Uh, just, just amazing the way their Ravens has been playing thus far. And for me, I'm looking at the game on the defensive end points allowed 13.8. They are ranked number one in the NFL right now, and we're talking about other teams like for the Ravens to come into this season, preseason, people were never talking about their defense. They were talking about how Lamar Jackson was going to get it done. People really like un, was unfazed by the defense. But this defense been saying basically raw thoughts. Um, keep not talking about this. We're going to make you talk about this because our numbers are going to speak for itself. And that number, 13, they're only giving up 13.8 points a game. Like that average. Impressive. Yeah, it is very impressive. <laughs> go to next slide, man. Um, you know, Brown stats. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Okay. The Brown, I mean, honestly, looking at the Browns right now, the thing that really stands out is the passing game. I think, and a lot of that is because of mm. uh, Deshaun Watson wasn't uh, a part of that team in the first half of the season. I mean, he wasn't, you know, and they had some issues, uh, you know, up front. Um, but I, I honestly, I think that ranking is kind of an outlier. However, they're going against the Ravens, okay? <laughs> they're going against the Baltimore Ravens, okay? Um, and then you look at this point scored. I mean, they're middle of the pack, um, not really doing that well. They're not, you know, standing out at 22.6. They're going to have to right. score possibly a little more than that today, or I'm saying Sunday. Um, and then you think about the passing yard against. That's what I like. Number one in passing yards, their secondary back end is getting it done. Right. Um, but, however, when you go against a team like Baltimore, um, your secondary is going to break down uh, time and time again, you know, and you're going to have Lamar being able to get some yards scrambling down the field. You know, they call it scramble drill. Uh, you know, Lamar is the best at it. When the play breaks down him and Mahomes, those receiver scrambles come back to the ball. Right. Now they're number one. They're number one against the pass now, but when, when play breaks down, we're going to, you know, let, let's see how this plays out. When the play breaks down, Lamar is one of the better guys that can get the job done, even against a, a top secondary like that. And then let's just break down the points allowed. Their top three, it's going to be a defensive matchup. You know, it's going to be <laughs> tough for both of these teams, you know, to get it going. Yeah. And then you look at the rushing yards, uh, their top six, and uh, that's less, that is the Baltimore Ravens' strength, their, their run game. So uh, it's going to be an interesting matchup. 
Yeah, for me, what stuck out to me right then, and just just the raw thoughts here, the logic. Like you're saying, like when the play breaks down and Lamar Jackson, the magician he is, he mm-hmm. comes out and has you extending plays. People understand, like as a cornerback to already defend a wide receiver for a certain length of time in the play, but to still have to defend a wide receiver after the play breaks down. And you got a guy like Lamar Jackson who um who comes out and extends plays, which means your your defense is gonna be worn out, your DBs get tired in the in the yep. midst of that, and those plays like that of Lamar Jackson create so many opportunities and you don't want to be in a situation where you got Mr. Acrobat, Mr. Magician himself, Mr. $250 million man that Lamar Jackson running in circles because I promise you if you're putting your betting money out there for your betters if you're betting on Lamar Jackson to get sat running in circles or if you're betting on Lamar Jackson to make a play when he ran in circles I'm quite sure you're gonna put your money on Lamar Jackson making the play no matter how it is if he's running or throwing the ball um, defensively, I agree with you. Like, this could be a really good game. But now, if Lamar Jackson puts up thirty points on this Cleveland Browns defense, we know some. And one thing we're gonna know is, AFC better watch out. We're talking about Patrick Mahomes. We're talking about Joe Burrow. Yes. They even talk about some of the other charges. You know, my although Miami lost, but you better keep your eyes on them guys and be more. And those mm-hmm. are my raw thoughts for that. I'm gonna go to the next slide real quick. And here we go. Prediction from yeah. you. Coach yeah. uh, before I get into predictions, man, as you were saying, listen, Baltimore is that team. When you look at the other teams in the AFC, you got Case KC, you've got uh the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. There are teams that uh they struggle in certain ways. The Dolphins not physical. KC, they don't have a complete team. I, I feel like you can shut those receivers down, but hey, let's that's, that's, that's another segment there, but I, you know, listen, the prediction of this game right here, um, it's going to be a balanced game. Defense is going to rule. It's going to dominate. All right. Now, with the Ravens having a number one defense, uh, allowing 13.4, um, I honestly, at the end of the day, the big the, the big standout is going to be Lamar. All right. It's going to be too much Lamar down the stretch. Right. right. Um, I, you know, passing, rushing, uh, moving the chains on key downs, even, you know, third and long so you can convert those. You know, uh, scramble drill, as you were saying earlier, uh, you know, as a DB, you, you gotta, you maybe had to cover three, four seconds, right? With, with Lamar on the field, you might have to cover another second or so. Um, but right, right. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, receivers coming back to the ball, you know, and I, I think they're gonna find a way to rush the ball against that front seven. Um, and, and Ravens, I, I got them 24 17. So for me, I, I think the Ravens are gonna win this game. I really don't have a, a score, score prediction, but I like that. But I'm gonna tell you something that's gonna be key. If the Ravens do lose, um, it's the way they move Miles Garrett around. Like they don't have Miles Garrett is not a guy who just stands in one spot, or he's like mm-hmm. Aaron Donald just in the middle of the of the D line. Like they move him around in so many ways, man. And this is he could be possibly between him and JJ, not JJ Watt, um, TJ Watt, the MVP of the NFL thus far this year. That's one of the guys. I'm talking about defensively, you know. So. I'm liking what I'm seeing, how they're moving around. I want to see how the Ravens adjust to wherever he's at. But not only adjusting to where he's at, but you also know you got to still deal with the secondary and those other guys on the defense. But moving him around kind of makes you think, although they still have other players for the Ravens. But um, I feel like the Ravens should be able to pull this one out. But we'll see how that one um, how that one goes. So, uh, with that being said, again, Freedom of Faith Agency. Freedom of Faith Agency. Call Linwood at 919-817-7018.
you know, again, one decision can protect your family for a lifetime. Contact him. Use the promo code RAWMIND. Use the promo code RAWMIND. You'll get a 15% discount on your consultation. But trust me, we need to get rid of the GoFundMe and really put ourselves in the right category. So the next guy I want to talk about before we get into that is, uh, you know, we're talking about the lines and the charges before we start breaking down this game here. I felt like this was a good game. You know, lines have been playing some good football this year. Mm-hmm. The charges at first, ah, up, down, blah, 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 but they still are, like, in the mix, you know, and, and these are one of the three games we want to um discuss. So uh, let's talk about the charges and the Lions. And before we go there, I'm sorry about that, people. And here we go. There goes um the stat for that. <laughs> go ahead, Jeff. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, listen, the Lions is a solid football team. You know what I mean? They uh, honestly, you know, you think about a, a complete football team, uh, they can do it defensively and they dang sure can do it offensively. OK, um, just let's, you know, let's not even looking at the six and two record because, you know, uh, but it's from a passing and a rushing standpoint. When you're top 10 in both of those categories, you're feared, you know, and then especially be top top six in both of those categories, you know, averaging 259 a game. Uh, passing 131 and rushing 131 rushing from a lions team okay um now when when it comes to playoff time and you need to convert and you need to move the chains uh the rushing game you know if you can continue to continue to get first downs and continue to rush for 131 per game nobody's gonna beat you you know uh, but the, you know at, at point score 25 points per game that's solid that's decent uh, you know, top top 11 in that. Um, and I think one of the issues with their team could be their passing defense. Let's let's see how that's going to go to the second quarter of the season. Uh, being in top 15, they need to get that down more, um, you know, considering the, the teams that they're going to be facing. But, um, you know, points allowed, they're still kind of middle of the pack at 20, uh, 20 points a game. Um, you know, I, I, I still I, I like this Lions team. Um, they've got it's still got a lot to prove, but um, I, so far they've been looking pretty good, yeah. They've been looking pretty good in the NFC, so that's um, I mean, more hope. So, you know, they, I think they should they'll easily win their division. The crazy mm-hmm. part is, like, we know Detroit Lions are easily win their division, but we still don't say NFC Championship Detroit Lions. We say, Congratulations, you won the NFC North, but we don't say NFC Championship. Do we see the Detroit Lions in the NFC Championship? But how should we? How should I say this? Raw thoughts. The, the um Detroit Lions are a team that they had some very very awful years, but to see them here, this could be their Super Bowl. Like them being six and two in a way, and still they they're going to win their division. It's like you're already giving them their Super Bowl now compared to. See what they do in the um NFC playoffs. I'm not saying they can't do anything, but they're mm-hmm. not. They're good, but I'm not saying they're at the top of it. You know, rush yards. You know, they rank six. Um, point score to give 25 points, which is good. I mean, but it's still 11. I ain't gonna say elite, but it's in that normal average category. Um, pass yards against um pass yards against. They give up 220 yards a game. Now uh, that could be. Uh, issue depending on what team you're playing against. You're playing against the Eagles in Philly, you know, 
San Francisco have yet yard, guys. Yes. Um, the, the, the Cowboys like to sling it. We just don't know which way they're going to sling, good or bad, whichever way they go. So I'm thinking about NFC teams. Um, those are teams that really like, like stick out. Um, points allowed, they give up 20 points a game. They're still 62, but they're not in a situation where they're unstoppable to where you're afraid of the lines. So if you play the lines, you're not afraid of them, but it could you still could win or lose, but you're not mm-hmm. afraid of them compared to other teams. When you go into other teams' games, like certain teams, you'll say, man, we got a tough one here. I think yeah. that's where we're at with the lines. Anything else before I go to the next um, slide? Listen, Lions going to have a lot of four-quarter games. <laughs> Giving up 20. <laughs> Man, no question, no question. Here go the next slide. Now we go to the four and four charges, and I don't know, do you feel like they're better than four and four? Uh, on paper, yes. You know, considering their depth chart, you know, you know considering who they got, Herbert. Uh, however... Whew, look at that. Listen, these stats, the numbers right. never lie. You think about Woo. pass yard against. Listen, uh, when you, when you're the last in the NFL of pass yards, you Woo. ain't stopping nobody. You ain't stopping nobody. <laughs> you ain't stopping nobody. And that, and that, and listen, when it comes to playoff time, you got to stop somebody. They're gonna pass the ball. You're gonna have to stop somebody. You know, if you're the listen, third down, third and ten, third and seven. And you 32 at the NFL, a hey, first down converting. They're move, they're gonna move the chains. Man, I'm sitting here, raw thoughts right here, man. I always used to have like the charges for the past few years, like in the AFC championship, AFC championship. I don't know. I guess I'm fool's gold or something. Cause that, that ain't it. You know, now I'm looking at these pass yards. You're right, they are dead last. They can't last. cover nobody. So <laughs> this is why they're always in games and always losing. Yeah, they beat the Jets. I mean, the Jets are still good defensively, but, you know, they still have Zach Wilson. But Zach Wilson has gotten better, by the way. Zach Wilson has gotten better. But no way you're going to compete in the AFC playoffs against Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow. You might yeah. even, you might even can't even compete against Josh Allen. So, I mean, yeah. those things right there are going to be Dolphins. the issue with them. <laughs> and they're giving up 21 points a game easily. They're 21st. It ain't dead last. But it's mm-hmm. like at the bottom of the the rankings, you know. So they're down there. They ain't at the top stopping nobody. So you know that's that that's an issue there. So the Chargers, man, I tell you what, Staley, he might he might as well enjoy this season because this might be his last. I don't. It just depends on how far they go. Let's say miraculously get to the Super Bowl. It's the only way he saved his job. I don't even see them division around. I just don't see them even still keeping him. They're gonna be looking for somebody next year. And he may he may step down so they won't have to fire him. That's just raw thoughts. All right, we're going to the next slide. All right, here, here's your predictions. So, and listen, listen, listen. Talking about this one, there's a, the charge right now, plus 2.5. Um, now, here's some interesting, some interesting takes right here, right? Over the last five meetings, right? LA has had they, they had three wins versus Detroit, right? Three out of five. Okay. Um, that's huge, right? Now, Detroit has been outscored by 18 points in the last five, okay, against L.A., all right? Um, now, as an underdog, when you think about this, right, uh, the Chargers, they're winless, all right, when entering a game in, in, uh, as a 2.5 underdog or more, right? Now, however, with that said, I still think uh, Detroit is a superior team here, okay? Um, I think they're going to shut down the Chargers' ranks game, uh, which is ranked 21st, all right? 
Um, however, the you know, of course, we already talked about the pass game rank being 32nd worst uh, in the NFL. Um, we got we got one more slide out to this one too. Oh yeah, no, no question. So, um, with that being said, before we go, this um this part of the show is sponsored by Central Collection. Central Collection by Monica Race. You know, amazing products, homegrown products, um, body skin cream conditioner, bar soap, a lot of oils and bath products for the children as well. Use the promo code Raw Mind. Use promo code Raw Mind. See a website, man. Her products have been amazing to me because that's all I use. That's all I've been using. So, um, and it got me feeling good. I can go, I can go anywhere and everywhere and feel good about myself because the aura of that. The, the, the material and the things that she used, not material, but the, you know, the ingredients that she used is very well. Oh, essential collections. All right, here we go. So prediction, here we go. Yes, yes. Now, listen, I, I think Detroit is going to run away with this one. They're going to run, run away with this away one. With this. <laughs> oh, too man. Offense. Way too much offense. I mean, you think about this, right? Detroit. They've got a lot of talent, and they've got a young, up-and-coming receiver. Uh, I want to mess with his name. His name is Nakua. He's going to have a big game. All right? Uh, now, also, too much for the charge. I think the Lions are going to win 35-20. Man, I, I can see that. I, I did see the last game, though. I saw the Chargers. Bosa and Khalil Mack, if they come and play like that, that could be mm-hmm. like a headache, uh, something to deal with. They, they play some good ball um, against the Jets. But again, this is a different offense they're playing against. The Jets' offense versus Detroit Lions' offense. All I'm going to say is, as long as it don't come down to Jared Goff winning the game, we may see a clean victory. Now, the Lions can run the ball very well, so and they can throw the ball, and the play action will will work. My question is, Justin Herbert. This is to you, Justin Herbert. You're in the AFC. You could easily be forgotten in the AFC. All it takes is two, three games, bad in the AFC, and you are forgotten. And you need to find a way to step it up. Like now. I know you got a good, you just got a big payday. You're, you're probably going to still be the quarterback, the franchise player. But this is one of these games where you're four and four. You need to find a way to will your team to victory. We've seen the stats, we've seen the numbers. It's time to see what Justin Herbert is worth at this very moment. Or, they can go right back into the closet and the door be shut. Those are my raw thoughts on that one. <laughs> Let me make a correction on that one. Like, not Nakua. We're talking about Amon St. Brown. <laughs> right, right, right. Right, 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 right. Oh, I'm sorry about that. So now we're going to go to another um game. And this is the other game, which is, whew, it's been rough for one team and it's been great for another one. The mm-hmm. San Francisco 49ers versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. And boy, the San Francisco 49ers is coming off a three-game losing streak. Whoever thought about it. But we are here, and let me make sure I got it correct. Okay. And we're about to add them to the screen. And will it come on? Okay, here we go. All right. Floor is yours. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Listen, 49ers uh... – I, I, I like this team from a uh, from a you know roster standpoint. They've got a lot of dogs over there, a lot of yak guys, as you know. You know, um, looking at you know the numbers on this one right here, um, as you can see, they're they're you know they're pretty much uh, you know 
top half of the league and everything except for pass yard against. Um, and I think that's a lot of, you know, from their blitzing and, you know, what they're doing on the back end, you know. Um, and I think they, you know, from what we talked in our last show, um, they may switch things up and you, that number could change. All right. That kind of remains to be seen. All right. Um, however, um, you know, the rush yards, mm. uh, top five in the rush yards. I mean, you know, they've got too many guys. You got McCaffrey. Uh, anytime you got a guy like McCaffrey and you got a quarterback like Purdy who can, you know, make every single throw. He's a great anticipatory uh, guy. He can throw. He can make every single throw on the field. Um, and then, you know, you look at uh, the defensive side of the ball, they're, they're top five in both uh, categories. I mean, this is going to be, uh, in, as far as rush yards and then points allowed, uh, but this is going to be, uh, this is going to be a tough game um, for, you know, for either side of this one, you know, but um, I think the 49ers, uh, they've got too much, too much firepower, man, for the Jags. Yeah, this is gonna be a tough one. Um, they're coming off a bye, so I think they do have the firepower. Jaguars mm-hmm. has been playing some great football lately, yes. and it's been it's been a different Jaguars team. So it's one of them games. I don't want to say trap game, but it's definitely got to be a statement game for the 49ers. Reason being, because 49ers didn't drop three in a row already. Now if the 49ers was like eight and zero, or you know, uh, let's say seven and one. Um, this would be like a trap game, but now it's like it has to be a statement game because even though it's the Jacksonville Jaguars, Jacksonville Jaguars been playing good, and the 49ers are gonna have to step it up. You know, the 49ers passing attack is gonna have to be a, a tad bit better. And you know, they, they thought with Steve Wilkes, you bring him in, a defensive backs coach, you would have a guy who can stop, can get the secondary straight. But I don't necessarily blame Steve Wilkes like a lot of people want to blame because like Steve Wilkes. Just he took over as a defense coordinator behind Rob Salah, who's a head coach for the New York Jets, and D'Amico Ryans, who's a head coach in Houston. People don't understand how big that is, so I'm going to break it down. You know, when you're used to those guys being your defense coordinators, you don't understand these guys were already destined to be head coaches. Like, these guys are above-average coaches that were coaching. They were just coordinators for a football team, not necessarily head coach. So these guys and look at them now, they always had head coach pedigree with them. Like everybody ain't built to be a head coach, but they have head coach and pedigree with them. That's what really had that extra effect, the aura in the locker room with a team like that. Steve Wilkes is a player's coach too. He just here. Mm-hmm. He's just getting to know these guys. Robert Salah was there for years uh, as a defense coordinator. D'Amico Ryan was always a linebackers coach. So he had like a, they had like a nucleus. So when Robert Salah left and got the Jets coach a job, D'Amico was already the linebackers coach. They just moved him up. So he had already a morale or, you know, team cohesiveness with the players already because he was there. This is Steve Wilkes' first year in the San Francisco's um, organization. Like his first year actually being in the building, you know, so it takes time. But at the same time, I can't blame everything on them because at the end of the day, the, the players have to make the plays. So, now that's about moving them down to the field, which I feel like, you know, that'll probably be a good thing, but I don't want to necessarily blame him for everything. But I'm just mm-hmm. saying those guys that he took, he replaced because they left a head coach of Charles, you know, uh, you don't get guys who are above average at coaching. Those guys are. Man, Robert Salah outside of last week had Zach Wilson feeling like he's the next homecoming. 
you know, since Aaron Rodgers went down. He's the only one that was in that building that probably leading Zach Wilson. When Aaron Rodgers got hurt, everybody said another year. We had fans saying another year. Mm-hmm. I'm confident in Zach. I'm confident in Zach because he has the ability to make you believe in yourself. And Zach Wilson has been playing pretty solid outside last week. I mean, they still – they might – they all thought they could win the division. If Miami – I think Miami should win it, but if they don't, the Jets will win this division. And I feel like the Jets' defense could do enough because they could actually run the football. Um, We can go to the next slide real quick. Um, Now we go to the Jaguars. Let's <laughs> be home. Woo! Points allowed. They have a pretty good defense themselves, Coach Jay. Listen, listen, uh, kind of piggying back off that 49ers. Listen, the 49ers right now, uh, they hold a 3-1 and one record against Jacksonville in their last four matchups. That's huge, right? Um, and then uh, they've been outpaced by 59 points, right? Uh, and then uh, and as you said, let's take a look at the numbers right there. Middle of the pack in offense. You would think with Trevor Lawrence and ETN, a um, lot of star power on that side, they would be a little, a little lower than that, right? Uh, 100, 112 yards uh, per game is still a good number. Um, and then you've got uh, they're, they're scoring about 24 points a game. Passing passing defense is not looking great. Uh, you know, Ooh, I just uh, saw that. Yes. Uh, San Francisco is going to have a field day out there. They've got a lot of yak guys, um, a lot of um, talent on that offensive side of the ball. Um, and then you look at the rush yards. I, even though they're top three, I think McCaffrey's still going to get his, you know, um, one of the top rushers in the league. And then you think about points allowed, uh, 19. Um, it's, it's a small number right there, but I think, uh, I think the Niners are going to, they're going to be an outlier and they're going to score a lot more than, four, than 19 points. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. I ain't got anything else to say about this. So, um, the Jazz been playing good. So, here comes the <laughs> predictions. Okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Looking at the prediction, the ETN uh, looking pretty decent, averaging 17 point, 72.9, uh, 3.9 per attempt. Um, both of these teams are going to need to establish the run and establish it early. All right. 49s and Jags both have a stout uh, run defense. You just talked about that, top five. Um, and you know, the 49ers Jag rank, they both rank in the bottom half in passing defense. You know, this game is gonna, I feel like this game is gonna be won in the fourth quarter. Whoever, uh, gonna be able to limit the turnovers, um, continue to move the change. And when you think about it, both these teams rank in the bottom half in passing defense. I think somebody's gonna step up and, and have a big day, <laughs> you know, on a passing game wise. Uh, but I, I think it's going to be too much, too much 49ers. I mean, the Jags going to have their hands full with all those Jack guys. Um, I, I, I honestly, you know, we say 31 27, 31 27 Niners. I think they're going to get the job done. Man, I, I can see that. Um, it's going to be an interesting game. This game comes on at one o'clock. This starts your Sunday for folks to go to church. You got to hurry up and get down and sit down so you can make sure you get to the game. <laughs> You know, because it, it's a 1 o'clock game. 49ers are back on the East Coast again. Mm-hmm. So, for them, that's 10 a.m. because they're on Pacific time. So, I think the 49ers by got them well rested. I think they're ready for a big run. But, man, this Jaguars team is playing some good football. And this will be a good game. You know, may the best team win. But you know where I'm going with. Bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> So with that being said, man, um, Coach Jay, you got any last words or any raw thoughts before we get off? 
Uh, yeah, I, I got some raw thoughts, and this is not even NFL related. Okay. Well, gotcha, um, gotcha. I, I want to listen. I want to talk about Heisman right now. All right, everybody is talking about. Uh, there's a lot of uh, guys out there that numbers could be trending upwards, uh, and based off their team winning and losing, they're they're perceived as a as a top guy. Like we got Michael Penix, uh, front runner right now. Uh, second, you know, and the second guy behind is Jaden Daniels, uh, LSU quarterback. And of course, we all know Marvin Harrison, who was the third guy from Ohio State. Um, now, and you also got Jordan Travis, Florida State. Now, we got some guys uh, statistically is doing a whole lot better than those guys. You know, they might not be on a undefeated team or one loss, two loss team. Mm-hmm. You got Caleb Williams, USC. He, I, I think he deserved to be in that top three spot. You know, and you also got a guy from Colorado. You know, the 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 perception outside now is saying, hey, they don't have a rush game or, um, you know, they're, he's taking sacks or he's throwing the ball majority of the game. But, hey, that's that's football. Yeah, if your team wins or lo- loses, your quarterback is still getting it done. He has a low um, intercept, interception to touchdown ratio. Um, I think that guy – I think, listen, Sanders should be in the Heisman race right now. He has the numbers. Um, he can deliver the ball. I think he's one of the top quarterbacks. And and seriously, if I'm a GM right now, I want a, you want a quarterback that can handle the pressure, right? He's been dealing with the pressure. His dad, uh, former defensive back, uh, star guy in the NFL, star, star guy in the college, and he's continued to do things day in and day out. Hasn't been any major trouble. Um, and I, honestly, I, I think he should be one of the front runners right now for Heisman. Um, that's my raw thoughts. Man. And that's all I mean. I, I don't really have no raw thoughts. The only raw thoughts I had, some that you talked about earlier, is that this Penn State and Michigan game is going to be interesting because mm-hmm. you said in the third quarter, no team has given up a point in the third quarter. But man, <laughs> but at, at this very moment, it's kind of tough to talk about Michigan. It's because you might have to see different sign languages or people not throwing up signs now because we just don't never know what you're going to get. Yeah. But, yeah. But listen, but it's all, listen. Go ahead. Yes, listen, listen. If I'm Penn State right now, I, I'm bringing out every signal caller I got. I'm giving up dummy calls, and you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna call in my play, uh, every single play through a, a, a sub guy. I'm gonna send an extra receiver over. I'm gonna send somebody. Hey, hey, hey! This is our play coming in, or so. Oh, we're going back um, old school. There ain't gonna be no yeah. more of this. Oh, you <laughs> gotta run somebody up. in every play. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna run somebody. <laughs> we're, gonna get, we're gonna get different. Woo woo. Well, that being said, man, Coach Jay, I appreciate you. Any last words before we go? I appreciate you for having me on the show, man. I love being up here, man. And with that being said, y'all already know what time it is. Subscribe to all podcast platforms of All Mind Sports, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, right here on Facebook. You already know what time it is. The website, rawmindsports.com, rawmindsports.com. Documentary will be out soon, Tarver Football. With that being said, Raw Mind, Raw Thoughts is out.